0: Founders are constantly asked to uh, translate an infinite journey that they're on into quantifiable, finite games just so that other people can keep the score or or that they themselves can keep the score. I luckily came across this idea quite early, and I've been perfectly at ease with just being on an infinite journey. This quote from Toby Lutke highlights a key lesson of greatness. Founders who change the future are usually those who play infinite games. Let's talk about why. Welcome to Starting Greatness, a podcast dedicated to ambitious founders who want to go from nothing to awesome, super fast. When you're a startup founder, you have to channel your inner James Bond, your MacGyver, your Wonder Woman. I'm gonna help you win by curating the lessons of the super performers, but before they were successful. So without further ado, ignition sequence start. Let's get started. In the mid-1980s, a philosopher named James Karse wrote a book called Finite and Infinite Games. In it, he defined two types of games. A finite game has fixed rules and a clear objective. Take the game of baseball. We all agree what the rules are. And at the end of nine innings, the game ends. The team with the highest score wins. Nobody ever says at the end, hold on a second. If we play another inning or two, I know we can win. Let's keep going. Instead, you have clear players, rules, winners, and losers. An infinite game has known and unknown players. The rules are changeable, and the goal is to keep the game going. We are players in many infinite games in our lives. There's no such thing as being number one in your marriage. Well, hopefully not. And while you come first in your class at school in terms of grades, there's no way to win at acquiring knowledge. And speaking of grades, something that holds many of us back is the fact that we're raised in our childhoods to believe that success comes from winning in finite games. We get ahead in sports by winning finite games in baseball, football, or soccer. We win or lose at board games. We get to go to the best colleges and get the best jobs with the best salaries if we get the best grades according to rules of who's grading or the highest test scores according to the people who defined what should be tested. In the field of startups and business in general, it's also clear that lots of leaders are playing a finite game. They talk about being number one in their market or being the best and beating the competition. But on reflection, Toby Ludka credits much of his success to the power of playing an infinite mission-driven game. So what does it look like when a startup plays an infinite game? The first step is to define a mission with a higher purpose. If you go to the Tesla factory in Fremont, California, their mission statement is on the wall. It says, to accelerate the world's transition to sustainable energy. They don't even mention they sell cars, much less suggest that their goal is to be the best at selling them. Shopify as well has a clear and defined mission. Make it easy as possible to sell things online. Shopify's infinite game is about financial enablement. It creates tools so entrepreneurs can compete with large behemoths with big technology budgets. As each new iteration of the internet arises, Shopify is offered a new set of challenges. And at each step, Shopify is readjusted towards its underlying goal, greasing the skids for entrepreneurs. For Toby, this posture is intentional. He places Shopify in the grand historical landscape of entrepreneurship, where cities started as trading posts and entrepreneurial commerce is intrinsic to humanity. If Shopify had just followed the numbers, just focused on beating the quarter, it may have succeeded in one iteration but failed to adapt to the internet's structural shifts through time. In an infinite game, numbers are a lagging indicator of your commitment to the mission. As Toby puts it when reflecting on Shopify, The healthier point at each company decision point would have been moving in the infinite, not the finite. In aiming Shopify at its larger mission, Toby frequently dedicates time to disrupting the company himself. He calls these times studio weeks, after a common practice among musicians. Toby will spend weeks diving deep into questions like, What world events are going to affect us? How can Shopify still move towards the larger vision in that new situation? Inevitably, he will emerge with larger shifts for Shopify. Human psychology, routine, and near-term business pressures conspire to encourage founders to play a finite game. As I suggested earlier, we are conditioned from our childhood to play finite games by default. Finite games find us, but infinite games have to be intentionally sought and designed. Infinite players wake up every morning and say, how can we make our company a better version of itself today? They are energized not by winning at some artificial comparison game defined by someone else, but by the joy of being their best selves in a life that can be thought of as unbounded. Finite games make companies and people fragile. When the world shifts, they crumble. They think these aren't the rules we're supposed to be playing by. Infinite games make companies anti-fragile. When a stressor arrives, they use it to become even stronger and more dynamic. Whether you're a founder or not, In fact, no matter what you do in this lifetime, I hope after listening to this you'll consider a simple question. What infinite games am I playing? And where do I have the chance to rise above the limitations of playing finite games in my life? Where can I avoid the reflexive tendency to buy into someone else's dogma and live with the arbitrary results of their thinking rather than changing the rules for the better? How can I do more of what makes things meaningful and that create change, wealth, happiness, and beauty? and resist the tendency to seek status according to someone else's rules. Thanks for listening to this lesson of greatness. I appreciate you listening, and I'd love to have you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. And if you like the show, I'd be grateful if you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And until we catch up again, I hope you never let go of your inner power to do great things and whatever matters to you. Thank you for listening.